This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Pat Volk, financial advisor of Abish Financial Services. And I'm Heather Branch here with Pat to ask for his insight on the things that you can be working on as you prepare for this second phase of your financial life. Of course, your retirement years, there is a lot to figure out. Pat and the entire team at Abish Financial Services are here to help you do just that. And theretirementkey.com is where you can begin the conversation with the team at Abish Financial Services. We also have links posted in the show notes. Or again, that's theretirementkey.com. Now, we've talked before about how you're a big movie buff, but yes. are you as much into TV shows as you are into the uh, movies? And a little bit. On... It depends on the show. Okay. <laughs> so throw back to a favorite TV show then. What, uh, what are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites, honestly, Bat- Battlestar Galactica, the original. Uh, yeah. Buck Rogers. I used to love that when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> and Wonder Woman would be on, I think, right before or right after. Uh I was making a Wonder Woman joke yesterday because I said, I take a different route home every day so nobody can follow me. I learned it from Wonder Woman. Uh (laughs) Linda Carter. You got it. She's an American treasure. Brenda loved Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. I love her too. (laughs) Me and Brenda. Simpatico. Um, Okay, well then, so speaking of some of our favorite past TV shows and some of our favorite American treasures, Tom Selleck is 79 years old. Wow. Which amazing. I mean, he was he supposed to be Indiana Jones. I was just having this conversation with another one of our colleagues the other day and yeah. I was wondering I was wondering I thought it was Han Solo but I think that I mixed that up because of the uh the Harrison Ford reference. Yes. Yeah. So he turned down Indiana Jones. Uh he he didn't turn it down. What happened is he had a contract dispute where he was already wrangled into Magnum PI and he couldn't get oh, out really? of it. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was that was that ended up being the problem. Yeah, something similar Everything. happened to Michael J. Fox. They almost couldn't get him off of Family Ties to be in Back to the Future. And but wasn't Back to the Future? Oh, we could go down a whole yeah, rabbit hole. I can go down a rabbit hole here. We but. could go uh, the whole movie <laughs> trivia situation. T- but, turns out for Tom Selleck, everything worked out. Like he's yeah. doing just fine. But he's seventy nine. Uh, seventy nine years old, still working. He wow. just he's they're working on wrapping up the fourteenth and final season of Blue Bloods on CBS. Whew. Of course, Selleck, I mean, no matter what role he plays, he is beloved always for his role as Magnum P.I. But what's interesting, talking about roles that he didn't take, Indiana Jones, Magnum P.I. almost did not turn out. He was telling AARP he initially turned it down. Saying no to uh, Universal assigning Magnum to me was a big risk because I'd never been on the air. And they said, who the hell do you think you are? I said, nobody, but I don't want to do this. The guy's too perfect. And uh, they somehow <laughs> caved in and uh, did some a lot of rewriting. And uh, this kind of imperfect private investigator that I love playing came about. I think the acting business is about risk. Good parts should scare you. Risk. It is the price you pay for opportunity. Okay. I get it when it comes to challenges in life that you want to move into space where you have risk mm-hmm. and you have things in life. People talk about, you know, if you're, if you're scared, that's a good thing, except for the work that you do, Pat, because when it comes to everything that we've worked so hard to earn and save our entire lives, now we're getting to, we're on the doorstep of our retirement. The last thing in the world we want to be feeling is scared or having too much risk involved. So let's talk about that because, okay, so some things it is good to have risk. It is good to have a little bit of that fear motivating you, but thinking about our retirement plans. Tom Selleck took a massive risk when he shaved his mustache off for a while. 
Um, what was I mean, that think about? about was, that. There, was there a purpose to that? I just <laughs> think he know? got tired. I think maybe his mustache retired before he did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his he mustache retired back, in 2008. He brought it back because <laughs> he knows he knows the mustache has a very key part to well, his overall image. It does, but I would also say you know defining risk is something very personal. Uh, my okay. definition of risk is going to be different than somebody else's definition of risk. Sure. Uh, that's sure. why you meet people who are willing to go skydiving. You know, I, I may not do so. Uh, other folks may want to. I just watched the movie Everest the other day. You know, uh-huh. these guys are dying, you know, on the side of that mountain. And I'm like, well, maybe more power to them. But that's not a risk that I would, you know, envision. Right. So when you start to think about your retirement, you know, I think some of the risks are, you know, possibly retiring too early. Are you being realistic with your budget? Uh, If you've never been a penny pincher, you know, uh, throughout your career, are you suddenly going to change your personality in retirement? And then I would also say, be careful of the rate of return that you're looking for. You want to look at your assets and really determine, can you take a loss? Uh, How much of a loss would you be willing to suffer? Uh, Because if you are going to go into the market and chase a higher rate of return, you have to go in there with the full knowledge that losses can and will occur from time to time. It's not just a straight line up. So if you're saying, no, Pat, I want a high, high rate of return and I don't want any risk associated with it, that may not be a very realistic goal. The two have to go hand in hand. So review your budget, be very realistic of what your spending needs are going to be. Are you still going to be in the same tax situation? Are you really going to get a part-time job or, Mm. you know, have you looked into that? I've had a number of clients recently come back and they were planning on selling a few houses, you know, here and there in the real estate market. And now Mm. with interest rates rising, uh, that opportunity is no longer there for them. Is it, Uh, was it houses that, they owned and they planned to sell. No, to they were going to be real they were going to be a realtor. Oh, and they wanted okay. to sell two, three homes a year. Maybe I'll make a couple of, you know, little money here and there. Well, if that's not panning out and that was a major uh, leg of the stool of your retirement plan, well, now we have a problem. And I would always say, not that you want to leave multiple fallbacks, but if something isn't panning out, yeah. how are you going to continue to move forward? So if you don't want to take a lot of risk, you can't afford for those losses, then you're going to have to look at a moderate return. You're going to be very concerned with inflation. That's going to eat into some of your retirement. And this is where you need a plan. You need to ask, is this going to work? Not just for the next year, but for the next five years, 10 years, 20 years. Retirement's a whole nother career. So you know when you're taking the risk, Don't rely on the water cooler folks. Don't rely on your neighbor. You don't know what their situation is. You don't know what they may have inherited. You don't know what their past work experience has been. You don't know if they are lying about their success. You don't know a thing. Uh And actually, that was my my wife, Brenda, and I, we have this conversation all the time. And she's like, oh, you know, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing that. And I'm like, you don't know. You have no idea what's going on in there uh, as to why they're making these decisions. Right. And frankly, we don't know if the decisions they're making are even going to be best for them. Uh, so I would say ignore it, all the noise. 
Stop watching CNBC. That is not about financial planning. That is about gambling in the stock market. <laughs> watching, what, uh, too much, watching too much financial news is its own risk, risk within and of it itself. Be. I, I always tell folks, a risk what do you to think your heart and mental health. <laughs> they want to get you to the next commercial. Yeah. That's what their goal is. Pay their yeah. bills. Pay their bills. So, you know, set up a plan. Look at all of the options available to you. Uh-huh. Um, I would say, you know, the word annuity. I don't think it's a bad word. Is it for everyone? No. But if you're looking for preservation of principle and modest growth, that may be the answer. And if you're ignoring that just because you heard somebody say you shouldn't look at it, you could be making a major mistake in your planning. Explore all options. Look at the good. Look at the bad. But look at it for your personal situation. Who cares what everybody else is doing? They're not paying your bills and they're not going to be there for your retirement. It's easy to get swept up in what everybody else is doing, though, that, again, there's just so many risks that we can accidentally make by getting caught up in the world around us. Well, and if I could even divide it, I would say we encounter folks that maybe have not accumulated enough, and that can be very precarious. They want a higher rate of return. They need that higher rate of return, Okay, but they simultaneously can't take the risk. They're in a bit of a pickle. And that is really where I would come back and say, let's look at the budget. Maybe you want to work a few more years. Let's look at that part-time job. But also, on the other hand, I have met folks that have more than enough assets. And they're sitting in the catbird seat. If they want to take on a tremendous amount of risk, they can. Because if they lose 20%, they're still going to move forward. They're still going to be okay. But then the question is, do they need to be taking that risk? What's it getting them? All What's right. The they they earned a higher rate of return and they have more of more, uh, but it's not changing their lifestyle. Maybe they right. wanted to leave point. more to the family. But again, is that really necessary if you could do so conservatively, meet all your goals, meet all of your estate planning goals? Again, why take the risk? I always feel my obligation as a financial planner is to really help cut that path mm-hmm. uh, where we can take as little risk as possible try to get that decent rate of return and to get you over that side of the mountain safely. That's what my ultimate job is. Understanding the risk you actually have within your investments and within your savings plan is also a big part of risk. Do you actually know how much risk you're taking? Because I think a lot of people just have no idea. So if you are looking to have a risk analysis on your investments and on your savings, go to the retirementkey.com. And that's where we can begin the conversation with Pat and the team at Abish Financial. They can do a complimentary risk analysis on your savings and investments to show you where you are right now with your risk levels and give you that clarity, that understanding before you get to that finish line on your career and enter into your retirement, knowing where you are and maybe adjusting that if necessary. I want to ask you also the idea of how we look at risk mm-hmm. because we, we talk all the time about how the work you do at Abish Financial Services is very different than most financial advisors because a lot of financial yes. advisors focus on the growth years at Abish mm-hmm. Financial. You are focusing on the second phase of our financial life. That's right. How yeah, do we we're take not all accumulation advisors. We're distribution so advisors. We have thought a certain way about risk through our working years. And now we're getting to retirement. Do people look at risk the wrong way when thinking about retirement? They're thinking about stock risk and all these things. They, they don't have yes. the awareness of the risk they need to be thinking about. How often do you see that? 
Oh, all the time. I would say most people want to look to the stock market and say that is the reason. That's what for we think. Their, That's what we've been know, taught our whole lives. The, the reason I'm, I'm failing yeah. in my goal or whatever mm-hmm. is because of how I invested. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the time, it's the person that looks at you every morning in the mirror. Uh, that usually is the biggest problem with your portfolio is that you're not saving enough. You didn't really set a proper goal. You didn't set a plan. What you're doing is you're just investing and you're just looking for high rate of return. And okay, but that's not a plan. That's just motion. You're just gambling and so to speak, but you don't really have like, well, where was this getting you? What was the rate of return you required? What was the loss that you could sustain? And if you find yourself in a position where I'm losing 20%, I never wanted to do that. Well, why were you in a position to do that in the first place? Right. Because we didn't know, right? They didn't know. Somebody told them and, oh, well, everybody said I should be in stocks. I saw the stock market going up. Everybody's saying I'd be you know, a fool not to get in. These are, again, stop the noise. You need to concentrate on what your needs are. And your life doesn't have to hinge to the top seven companies in the S&P 500. Your life is very different. That's very different perspective than I think what a lot of people get, especially yes. like we were just talking about it a minute ago, especially if you were just sitting there just watching the M- MSNBC and all the not just MSNBC, but all the financial news networks just sitting there watching those little tickers. You will make yourself fatty. Well, if I could earn a five and a half percent rate of return with absolutely zero risk and that's going to get me success. That's a very interesting path to consider. Why would you? Why, why would you, would you do it? All? Why else? would you risk it all? Exactly. The idea of risk is not something we should be afraid of. It's something that we should embrace as long as we have awareness of comprehension. That's right. Comprehend the risk. A lot of folks talk about communication. I'm a a huge fan of communication, but more important is comprehension. Yeah. Uh, We can all talk about it, but if you don't understand it, and that's where education to a decision, ask the questions. This is we're not in a competition with anyone. We want to help. And you don't have to bloviate and, oh, we know so much about the market. I don't care. (laughs) I want to set up a proper plan. And the market and dealing with rate of return is probably one tenth of the subjects that we speak about. We want to get the cash flow. We want to talk about taxes. We want to talk about estate planning. We want to talk about long term care. We want to talk about life insurance. We want to talk about your plan, not just what the S&P 500 did. If you have questions about the risk you have in your portfolio, if you want to have more of this clarity like Pat's talking about, education, awareness, understanding that you can come and have an honest conversation with Pat and the entire team at Abish Financial Services, what we want you to know is you have this opportunity. So again, visit us at the retirementkey.com. We also have links posted in the show notes as well. So you can just click there if that is more convenient. Or again, understand your risk. Come to Abish Financial. Get this second opinion, this risk review on your savings and investments. You can find us right now at theretirementkey.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Retirement Key Radio Show, Saturdays and Sundays on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abish Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 12782. Do zero.